Some cases are closed in hours. Others stay open for months, even years. And some criminals are so heinous, so terrible, they're in a class by themselves. I'm William Pitts. This is Arizona's Most Wanted. is going to be a total loss. It's a, it's a big fire. It's really big fire. Behind. It just like blew up. By the time the news helicopter got there, the house was half gone. The house was a skeleton of itself. You can only see the beams through the flames. Wait, were there people inside the house? Yes, there are. They're probably dead. It was the Fisher house. Robert, Mary, 12-year-old Brittany, and 10-year-old Bobby Jr. Firefighters frantically looked for them inside. When the smoke and flames died down, they found the bodies, still in their beds. Almost all of them. It's hard to find anyone in Phoenix who doesn't remember this story, the fire, or what came next. The Scottsdale Police Department has ruled this as a triple homicide. Mr. Fisher is still outstanding. A triple murder. A Scottsdale Police spokesman announced it from the street in front of the burned-out house. All the bodies had been accounted for, except Robert Fisher. And once they examined the bodies, they knew it was not an accident that Fisher had escaped. They're asleep, and he literally slices their throats to where they're almost beheaded. Investigators said Fisher had gone room to room, first almost decapitating his children, then shooting Mary in the head. Fire investigators said Fisher had pulled the gas line out of the furnace and let the house fill with natural gas. Natural gas is lighter than air. It accumulates in a room from the top down. Fisher had apparently lit a candle in the house, waiting for the gas to build up and the level of the gas to drop down. The house exploded. Investigators say to cover up the murders. You expect your father to protect you from the boogeyman. You don't expect your father to be the boogeyman. The amount of time it would have taken for the gas to build up and then ignite, plus the firefight, and the amount of time it took to realize Fisher wasn't there, and Fisher had at least a 10-hour start. The FBI, Scottsdale police, cops everywhere were looking for him. The last known visual we had of him was the night prior to the house exploding, where he was seen in a bank ATM withdrawing money. That's FBI Special Agent Robert Caldwell, now in charge of the case. The why would have to come later. For now, a triple murder suspect was on the run. Mary's Toyota 4Runner was missing, and he had enough of a head start to cross the state in any direction, even get into Mexico before anyone knew to look for him. But Fisher didn't go to Mexico, at least not yet. The 4Runner was found in the forest. 90 minutes northeast of Phoenix. Fisher had taken the dog with him, but left the dog with the car. Cops descended on the forest on a massive scale. We hope to uh, capture him without uh, anybody getting hurt. But nothing. At one point, investigators thought they had Fisher cornered in a cave. But after staking it out and going inside to search, no Robert Fisher. He had vanished, and no one knows how or where. The FBI admits they don't have a clue how Fisher did it. How he got away from the vehicle or left that area, that's still a mystery to us right now. They did find bodies, and every one of them could have been Robert Fisher. Uh, the, the trail pretty much went cold then. We looked in caves, people attacked by animals, uh, exposure to the elements, or suicides, and they've all been identified and none of them are him. So why did Fisher allegedly do it? We say allegedly because the FBI and local police still believe Fisher is alive, living somewhere in the world. 
And technically, even though he's missing, he's innocent until proven guilty. During the investigation, police found the Fishers were not a happy family. Robert had a one-night stand with a massage parlor prostitute the year before. Mary's family called her a yes-sir wife, subservient, but also afraid of him. Mary was getting ready to leave him. They, they, they had a very rocky marriage. Mary believed that Robert was having another affair. Special Agent Caldwell said they narrowed it down to that. If his family was going to leave him, he would kill them first. So where is Robert Fisher? The FBI has looked literally everywhere. They put him on the 10 most wanted list, and tips still come in 16 years later. They thought they may have caught him in Canada years ago. The photos are a dead ringer for Fisher. Anyone would believe it's him. The cops ran his fingerprints. It wasn't him. The Caribbean, Mexico, Fisher could be anywhere. One thing the FBI's sure of, he's probably not dead. He's not the kind of guy that would commit suicide. He's very cocky, very arrogant, very into himself. He is a loner and loners are, are difficult to find. He didn't have a passport. You know, all of his accounts were frozen and such. He didn't try to travel anywhere. Maybe he's hooked up with somebody that's willing to support him and is happy to have a man in her life or something. He's out there and someone sees him right now. They just don't know he's wanted. We sat down with Scottsdale detective Hugh Lockerbie. He's in charge of the cold case squad, and he was in charge of the Robert Fisher file since 2008. So you've been on this case since you said 2008. Yeah, 2008. With a little bit of a break. Yeah, I took a little bit of a break when I promoted. Um, How frustrating then is it to <laughs> be sitting on this case that you've had for 10 years yeah. and it's been going on for 16 at this yeah. point? And Very frustrating. And, and in fact, um, I've, I was actually one of the original officers, not the original officer, but I came to work. I was in patrol. I was working the night that he committed the murders. And I actually was working the, that beat that part of town, that was my assigned area um, when he murdered them April 9th. And then April 10th, I came back to work for my shift at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and was told, hey, you know, um, we're working a homicide triple murder case at this location and you need to go do scene security. So I was just a normal patrol officer in 2001. Um, little did I know that it was going to turn into something years that, you know, that, 10, 15, you know, 16 years later now, I'm st we still haven't found this guy and still haven't found Robert Fisher yet. And um, we're still trying to find him. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's, it's, it can be, uh, it's, there's it a roller coaster of emotion initially, but now you've, you know, after you've worked the case for so long, you become very passionate with it. You become very, um, and, you know, um, involved with it to the point where you know you want to you, you definitely you know you don't want to let it go um and uh it's yeah it is it is it is sometimes it can be frustrating with that um, you know these we we just want you know the main thing is you know, if, you know for the family side you know his mom or his, i think his you know uh, mary's mother father i think her father has passed away now but um you know, they're getting up in age, and, but there's still a lot of family members that are have been affected by this. Mm -hmm. You know, and they deserve some some peace at this. You know, you know they say, well, you can never, you know, you know Jessica can never be served, or you know, they they can never find peace. At least they can find justice. That they know that hey, person that committed these murders can be held accountable for this for what he did. That's ultimately what we're trying to do. So. Are you still getting tips coming in now? Every day, every day. I would say, when I say we, I mean the FBI. Everybody. And, and, the, and Scottsdale Police, we receive 
tips quite frequently. The FBI gets them more frequently just because of the size of their agency and the abil- their ability to um, their 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 website reaches global and ours. You know, Scottsdale Police is kind of you know more you know our sites or our ability is more more centralized to the Phoenix Metro or Arizona community area where obviously the FBI has a lot more tentacles that they can reach out and so together we receive you know daily every other day tips I mean you know that come in from all over the the world to the U.S. and that can be taxing you know for them to sift through that because we have to follow up on those leads and follow up on that information Quite often, the information that I've historically seen is the the tipster would say, "Hey, I saw this person, you know, two weeks ago at a Walmart in Arkansas." Well, that really doesn't help us. You know, we're kind of really behind. Or this person looks like them because, and and we really appreciate the tips. But if the you know if the person actually, if the tipster or someone actually saw Robert Fisher, you know. It, thing would be to call your local law enforcement agency immediately if you don't if you believe that this person may you need to call while they're yeah, looking at yeah, it yeah while not two weeks after yeah, they saw it right where do you think he is um we, we i always get asked that question um, i know <laughs> i will i will say that based on my investigation what i've seen and what i've been a part of for the last 10 years 10 plus years now and I've worked with the original detective for a few years side by side. Um, and so we had a lot of time where we, we talked about the case. So I had a firsthand experience of him. He pointed to uh, the previous detectives that were on it, the previous supervisor, and we've, we've talked at length all the time about it. And based on what I think, he's gonna be in a community working a low menial job in a community that he can still do what he did when he was Robert Fisher of Scottsdale, Arizona, and that is fish, hunt, um, you know, do things that are on the outdoors, um, uh, chewing tobacco. I mean, he's going to be in a community where he can, he's now assimilated himself into that environment where he's not raising any red flags. He's had started his whole new life over again, and he is, um, he's not raising any flags whatsoever. Um, so how did he get there? That's what we. That's the big unknown right now. How did he get from here to where he's at? Is he dead? I don't believe he is at all. Um, we would have found him by now. Um, we would have. It would have been clear. And also, is everything, all his behaviors leading up to this, up to that point, when Young Arizona on April twentieth showed that he was not going to commit suicide. Too, and his personality doesn't fit that mold. We've had the profilers, we've had the criminal profilers that have helped us and reviewed us and given us advice and given us different direction as to, you know, is he dead, is he not dead? But, hey, if you got him in a room, here's how you're going to want to interview him. Um, so, but all those behavioral personalities, traits that he possesses doesn't show that he's that he committed suicide. And on top of it, from a just a factual, from an investigative standpoint, there is nothing to show that he was going to do this, um, you know, withdrawing the money, you know, leaving the dog behind. Um, and so when you start looking at all those different puzzle pieces and you start adding up, it it doesn't make any sense that he's dead. Now, could he have died from elements, from the elements of living up in northern Arizona for a period of time? Um, possibly. 
you know, it's possible. But where was he? Because how come we haven't found him? How come, you know, we've met with um, the Fish and Game of Arizona. All these different um, groups and agencies that work within the, you know, in the state of Arizona that are out in the in the wilderness doing their jobs. And, you know, they come across all sorts of crazy stuff and they've never been able, they've never found anything. If they did, they would have alerted the local authorities there. And that phone call has never came in. So, um, yeah, it's, it is, you know, it's been frustrating, um, but I, I, I believe that he's out there. We will eventually find him um, some way or somewhere or another. Someone is going to come forward. So who is that person? Robert Fisher has been on the 10 most wanted list since 2002, and he'll most likely stay there as long as the FBI believes he's alive. He has a distinct walk with his chest out due to a bad back, sort of like wearing a back brace that doesn't fit right. He'd be 56 as of today in 2017. There's a $100,000 reward for information leading to his arrest. Arizona's Most Wanted is a 12 News production. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Just search Arizona's Most Wanted. We'll be back next week with another cold case.